is on the air. This is Ford Bond at Navin Field, Detroit, where the Bainbrook Cardinals and the Detroit Tigers start their battle for the World Championship. The play-by-play -play descriptions of all the World Series games are brought to you with the compliments of the Ford Motor Company. Mr. Henry Ford, Mr. Edsel Ford, and your local Ford dealers, producers and distributors of Ford and Lincoln Tires and Ford Trucks. The sponsors will be amply repaid if you get enjoyment from these broadcasts. In order that you might hear the play-by-play -play description of this game in its entirety, a number of advertisers have kindly omitted their regular afternoon broadcast. Among those are Cam A programs, usually heard at 3.15 over some of these stations. The program this afternoon will be heard instead at 4.30. Also, Procter & Gamble, manufacturers of dress, and the makers of Octodog, removing their broadcast from 3 o'clock to 4.30. In behalf of the Ford Motor Company and the National Broadcasting Company, we wish to thank them for their courtesy. Now, fans, ladies and gentlemen, we present a man whose voice has been familiar to you over the air for years. Here he is to give you the thrill and color of this World Series three-game atmosphere. It's wild around here, a crowd fills the back, but here is the man who can tell you about it and picture it to you right there in your home. It's Graham McNamee, and here he is. Thanks, boys. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience. We're at Navin Field this afternoon in Detroit, Michigan. We're in just about 15 minutes, or even a little less. The World Series will be open by the umpire who will howl, play ball. And in this case, it will be Kaisel of the American League who will be behind the plate this afternoon. When he yells, play ball, then the party will start. Magic words for the 47,000 wild-eyed, rabid baseball fans gathered in the stands, while thousands run around the park, hoping that by some miracle, they'll be able to squeeze themselves through those turnstiles tomorrow with a shoehorn or something of the kind. The Detroit Tigers and the St. Louis Cardinals, the Redbirds, that's the setup. And his general opinion is correct. The next week should produce a series of games which will make the blood flow plenty fast through the veins of those fortunate fans lucky enough to be here and in the stands down at St. Louis the latter part of the week. The Bleacher crowd began to gather outside the park two days back, and this morning at 4 a.m. Oh, that's an awful hour to be up. I saw 5,000 expected Bleacherites waiting more or less patiently for the gates to open. They were a good-natured crowd, turning jokes here and there, playing cards, sleeping in blankets, or even in newspapers, those who were not fortunate enough to have blankets. Even a bit of a trap-shooting game was going on here and there. Penny Ante was indulged in. The weather coming into Detroit last night on the American Airways was just a bit threatening. It was very thick up above, and our ship even had a touch of difficulty uh, coming in because the haze was so strong. But it's okay now. The weather remained bad most of the morning, and it looked as though it might possibly rain. But about 11.45, the sun just managed to keep through the haze, and although it's not clear now, all thought of rain has been dispelled. That's over for today. Fastball pitching should go mighty well in the semi-haze of today. We're 
situated just off first base, on top of a double-deck stand, and although we're 150 feet off the foul line, we're so high up that the bag looks like a short jump from here. The series this year resembles last year's battle, in that both teams are under first-year managers. Frankie Briggs, the old Fordham Flash, took over the Cardinals after midseason last year. And Mickey, Mike Cochran of the Tigers, came to Detroit after last season. From Philadelphia, of course, where he has been under Connie Mack for many years. Both are playing managers, of course. Briggs covering second for the Cards, and still losing his cap now and then as he shags those Texas leaguers into right and center field, and Cochran, who is one of the greatest catchers ever to wear a chest protector. Both men know baseball from start to finish. They're no newcomers to the game. They're in there and know every move, and both are known as players who are at their best when the going is tough. As money players, there's no choice between these two managers, and they're the best there are. I don't believe there ever was a series that promised more color and spice and pep with that Pepper Martin, Ledwig, Rich, and the Dean brothers, Dizzy and Daffy for the cards, and Cochran, Garringer, Greenberg, and Schoolboy Rose for the Tigers. Detroit is more hungry for this series than any city in my recollection. 13 years at the microphone on World Series. The city has been eating, sleeping, and talking World Series for weeks and has packed every available inch of the stand. Just about every available inch now. They're coming in in droves, and it won't be long before we won't be able to see a seat in the place unoccupied. And to cheer the Tigers on to victory. Opinion as to the outcome seems more even than I've ever seen it before. The fine band has been entertaining the crowd, and Al Jack has furnished a lot of laughs with his antics as leader of the band and playing the clown at third base, as only Al can do it. Groundkeepers has just been manicuring the base pads, and the foul line have been newly chalked, and all is ready to grow. Well, the crowd color, in, from the visual angle, is not quite what we have seen it at times. The reason of that being, of course, is because it's rather chilly today. Men have on their overcoats and hats. You don't see any white shirts out today, and the ladies are done up in their furs and coats. So the color is just a little bit drab through the sand as it is through the sky. But the incentive to come to this series is there just the same. The umpires today are at the plate, Kaiser of the American League. At first base, that grand old-timer, Bill Clem of the National League. By the way, it's way back in 1909 since that Detroit won its last pennant. Not a World Series, but a pennant. And Bill Clem, way back there in 1909, was one of the umpires of that series. In fact, he's the only one of the four umpires who worked at that time who is alive today. At second base, Reardon. Clem will be at first. At second base, Reardon of the National League. And at third base, Owen of the American League. And in just about seven minutes now, they'll be ready to go. Those are the umpires. That's the way they're lined up. And as you know, the umpires are switched each day through the series 
whether it go four, five, six, or seven games, and they go clockwise around. In other words, the man on third today will be at the plate tomorrow. That is Owen. And they switch from day to day, going with the clock. I believe that Dizzy Dean and Al Crowder will pitch. I think that that's official. Mickey Cochran has said he will pitch Al Crowder. And Frankie Frisch comes through with Dizzy Dean. Dizzy, you know, has been hanging around Frankie Frisch's coattails for the past three days. Every time he got an opportunity to speak to his manager, he'd say, Frisch, can I pitch the opening game? And Frisch would look at him and say, maybe. Well, that didn't do Dizzy much good for a while. I suppose because he just didn't know where he was standing and he was just wild to pitch this game. But finally Frankie came through and allowed his great eight, who is who has with his brother practically pinched the pennant for the National League team, the Cardinals, will pitch the first game. Star for Detroit, who was one of the outstanding teachers of the year uh, to bring Detroit the flag, will not work today. He will probably be picked in the second game, possibly against uh, Daffy Dean, Dizzy's brother, uh, tomorrow afternoon. That is schoolboy row. But today, it almost certainly will be Dizzy Dean and Al Crowder. Dizzy Dean for the Cardinals, Al Crowder for the Tigers. And now, let me go through the lineup for the afternoon. I believe this to be correct, and if there are any changes, we will give them to you when they are announced. We'll give you the visitors first, St. Louis Cardinals. Leading off, Martin, Pepper Martin, who simply walked away with a World Series in his pocket several years ago. That was, in my experience, the greatest one-man effort I have ever seen in baseball. Pepper Martin, third base for the Cardinals. Ross Rock, R-O-C-H-R-O-C-K, right field. Frankie Frisch, manager, second base. Medwick in the green-up position, left field, Medwick, Collins at first base, Delancey, D-E-L-A-N-C-E-Y, catching, Orsati, O-R-S-A-T-D-I, center field, Durocher, D-U-R-O-C-H-E-R, shortstop, Durocher, one of the greatest of all shortstops in the field. Not a terrific batter, but a marvel down there, getting in the way of those balls and getting them over to first base. And Jerome Dean, pitching for the Tigers. Detroit, Wright is the leadoff man. Center field. Mike Cochran has put himself in the second position. Mike used to bat third and fourth, you know, cleaning up. But now, he is up in second place. 
B-O-C-H-R-A-N-E, catching. Geringer, B-E-H-R-I-N-G-E-R. Marvelous batting boy that plays second base for the Detroit Tigers, and one of the real reasons why Detroit is up there and in this series today. Greenberg, last year, just a rookie practically, just another first baseman, and today, one of the big soft gulf baseball stars. Greenberg, first base. And then that old Washington boy, whose acquisition was one of Cochran's big, fine steps this year. Bruce Goslin. You know, we've seen him playing World Series in Washington these many years. Now he's over with Detroit because Cochran was wise enough to pick him up. Rogel at short. R-O-G-E-L-L. Short. at third base, O-W-E-N. Fox in right field, and Al Crowder will do the pitching. The umpires, we will repeat. There has been a change in the umpires, in their position. We gave you what we had, but there has been a change. Owen is behind the plate. Clem, Bill Clem, at first base. Geisel, at second base. And Reardon will be over at third. And now, it's just two and a half minutes before this ball game is going to begin. I'm going to turn this microphone over, let the boys who are going to work inning by inning talk for a moment just to loosen up their whistles a little bit so that they'll get started on the right foot. First, Ford Bond will speak to you for a moment. He will turn the microphone over to Tom Manning. Ford Bond of New York and Tom Manning of Cleveland. We're going to call him his nickname, but I believe we've stopped calling him that nickname. Tom, what do you think of that? <laughs> anyway, Ford Bond will speak, then Tom will speak to you, and boys, we're going to start the game. Tom Manning, Tom Manning will work four and a half innings, followed by Ford Bond for four and a half innings. And now the umpires and the managers are about home plate. Talking the situation over for a moment, talking of certain ground rules, and getting ready to go. The field is clear. All that's out there in the field are a few fielders lying on the ground. And come on, Ford, take this microphone. Ford Bond. The boys are just about ready to go out and start this man's ball game for the first game of the 1934 World Series between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Tigers of Detroit. There's the national anthem. Let's listen.
quick just a moment to those Gene brothers again. Uh, St. Louis won 12, or 15 shutouts this year. The teams scoring 12 of them, and the balance of the staff, three. Boys, listen to that crowd here as the boys go out into the field. Uh, Jerome won seven of those 12 shutouts. And Paul five. The balance of the staff three. And Paul also had his great no-hit game against Brooklyn. Now the boys are out in the field, and in just a few moments, this ball game is going to start opening the series. And my old pal Tommy Manning of Cleveland, come on in. Thank you, Graham. Good afternoon, everybody. We're over at Naval Field, Detroit. You know. What a season this is in baseball. What two teams we have out here? The color, color galore. The team brothers. It's Dizzy and Daffy. That kind of a series, if you please. Over here in Detroit, for the first time in the history of the World Series, we've been postponed for 20 minutes to allow the crowd to get in. These fans here are so excited, so enthused over the expectancy of the color in this World Series that they have all taken a good nature. The band has just left the field. Detroit Tigers are out there now passing the ball around. Hello, Black Hill, that they've been using throughout the season. It's so black that it looks like a piece of coal. And that federal right-hander, formerly of the Washington Senators, General Crowder, who picked a great season in 1933, but followers in the World Series, perhaps due to overwork. He is out there, being acclaimed again by these enthusiastic Detroit voters. Manager Mike Cochran, one of the greatest catches of all time, goes to the receiving. Here's the last little official lineup again. For St. Louis, Pepper Martin at third. Jack Walcott in right. Manager Fritz at second. Medwick in left. Collins at first. Delancey, Cat, Orsatti, Center, DeRocher, Short, and the great Jerome Dizzy Dean in the box. They say he's busy. I wish we were busy too. For Detroit, White, Center, Manager Cochran, Cat, Geringer, Second, Hank Greenberg, First, Bruce Garland, Left, Billy Rogel, short. Owen, third. They say he's the most improved player in the majors this year. Fox in right field. Fowler, pitching. Umpire Brick Owen behind the back. Well, at first. Geisel at second. Reardon at third. The umpire calls play ball. Pepper Mark, the right-hand hitter, is stepping at the box. A great cheer goes up. General Fowler takes his glove off. Stands back to the rosin bag. Looks out towards center field. He has his outfielders all spotted. The old general steps up on the rubber. It won't be long now. Cochran struts behind the plate. Pepper Mark taking his aim, swinging that old bat up and down. In that bluish gray uniform with Cardinal Red. Swing the bat up and down. Up goes Fowler's arm. The World Series is on. The first pitch. It's a bounder down third base. Owen has it. He whips it across the diamond. Greenberg. And Martin is out. Run away. The first ball pitch. General Fowler taking a slow wind up. Hit that ball over the heart of the plate. Couple marks. The right hand batter swung on too hot. Carvo and stepped over. Count Galante picked it up. Tossed it over to Big Hank Greenberg. The series is on. The Cardinals in the first inning. One out. Nobody on. Jack Walcott, formerly of the American League, playing a great game in right field for the Cardinals. He passed from left-handed, reputed to be a very fast runner, one of the fastest in the Major League. The pitch, it's outside, ball one. Jack Walcott making a slow, easy aim at the pitcher, and here it comes. And Alex 
goes a high, wide center field. Out of the center field, and White is waiting for it. He has it. Pull it out. Puck foot pedal, White foot pedal ball, and he's got a Garriger. Garriger to hold to Greenberg, to Owens to Greenberg. They almost knock each other down. And Greenberg bottles the ball a moment, crosses it over to General Crowder, and we're ready to go. Murphy quick. Mikey Fitch, the manager of the Cardinals, a left-hand hitter is at that, that bat. He's a switch hitter, you know. And here it is. Right ball, up half ball, right down the old alley. Right one on the Cardinal manager, Mikey Fitch. Two men out in the first inning. Nobody is on. The wind-up, the pitch. A half swing, but it's declared a ball. And the count is ball one and strike one. Mikey Fitch is all set to land base. That will throw out on the cherry seed, as they call it. And now the count of the cargo manager, four one and strike one. Quick steps out of the box. Get the pinch of dirt. Knock the duck off the shoes and he's back in there again. The signal and the wind-up. Four one, strike one, two out, nobody on. Here it is. He swings at the ground ball. The ball on, cracks down. It's over near short. Owens goes over, receives the ball, but is unable to make a play. And I'm sure it is a base hit for the cargo manager, Frankie Quick. That was a ground ball. It is scored as an error. That ball was hit to the left of Barbell. He leaped over for it, batted it over towards shortstop. But Rogel was running over to back him up. He batted it over to the regular shortstop position and was unable to make a play. It is scored as an error for Barbell, the third baseman. Now he has Joey Redwick up, picks the first ball, picks it to base hit in the left field. Rich is rounding second base. Gosling receives the ball, puts it into Rogel at third. Rich back to second, a single. Now we have others on first and second. Frankie Fitch is on second. Bedwick. Frankie Fitch on second. Bedwick on first. Two men out in the first inning. And Rip Collins, who has hit 35 home runs this year. For the St. Louis Cardinals, the left-hand batter is up. General Crowder, a right-hand pitcher, is in the box. Get the signal. Looks out for second. And here it is. Hit the first ball. Pitch at the side and it's center field. White is backing up. He's under it. He has it. In the first inning, no runs, one hit, and whatever. Others remain on first and second at the conclusion of the first half of the first inning. Come in for it. That was a tense moment with two men on, two out, and Rick Collins at bat. Man who has slapped out 35 homers this year. Here's the way that inning worked. Martin came up, matched the first hit down the third, and was out on the Fast throw from Owen over to Greenberg, reached the first backer just about five feet before the runner got there. Then Rothrock, Rothrock came up, slapped the second pitch on a high fly, sailing way out into center field with a hard driven ball. But Jojo White was there when it came down, and two men were out. Frankie Frisch came up. Frankie Frisch drove one hard to the left of five Owen, down on 30 came out, got his hands on the ball, and Frisch went on down to first with space on Owen's error. Roller calling it Owen's error. Base down on first. Ledwick came up. Slapped the ball hard out of the left field. Rick moves on down to second. Actually, he wants to circle it. And Bruce Goslin rammed it on in the third base. Collins came up without a net fly. But here is the Tigers at the first and Tom Manning to give it to you. All right, Tom. Jojo White, left hand hitter, center field of the Tigers. In his white uniform with the blue letters. He's up there. The first pitch from Dizzy Dean. Strike one. Ball. Up burning. Fast ball. 
high, right down the old alley for a tall strike. Izzy Dean is out there wearing a big smile just as confident as he has been in his 30 victories in the past The wind-up, a long, lean wind-up, and here it is. A hook ball is low inside. Ball one and strike one. It's the last half of the first inning. In this old World Series ball game at Hazel Field, Detroit. We're receiving the description through the National Broadcasting Company. Ball one and strike one, the pitch. Ball two, a fastball. This is the outside corner of the plate. And the count on the left-hand hitter, Jojo White, is ball two and strike one. He is the leadoff man of the Tigers. The last the catcher, and here's the pitch. Last pitch. It's going to change the place offering. 
Here's the Roaches batting. Ball one, strike one, the pitch. He swings at the Pope high out of the center field. Jojo White backing up a bit under it. He's waiting, and he has it. Two men out in the first half of the second inning. The Cardinals batting, and we still have Horsani on first base. Now, Jerome, Dizzy Dean is coming up. In the hotel lobby this morning, Will Rogers. He needs no introduction. Then how's the old arm, Dizzy? Well, it's okay, says the White don't want me to pitch, but golf gone when there's a ball game and any pitching to be done on the pitcher. And there he is. He's in there pitching. And here's the first pitch to Dizzy. He swings at the foul back. Strike one. And with Dizzy Dean asked Will Rogers how he was getting along, particularly over Russia. He said, well, Dizzy, they had me play on the outfield. He said, I didn't do any pitching. But they had a great time together. That's two great fellows, Will Rogers and Dizzy Dean. All right, it's the last half of the second inning. You know, two men out. Or Johnny on first. And the count on Dizzy Dean is strike one. Here's the pitch. He swings at the bounding ball. Down there, second row. Garrow has it. Crosses to Gallinger. And Gallinger drops the ball and everybody is safe. That was a ground ball, and Willie Wokel walked it easy, went over to Carringer, and Carringer dropped the ball, and now we have runners on first and second. We've been delayed a moment while Dizzy Dean is putting on that strike cargo sweater. Mike was all right, and Charlie Gellinger, the second baseman of the Tigers, is charged with an error. And now we have Orsani on second, Dean on first, two men out, and Pepper Martin. Pepper Martin, the star of the series of 31. Boy, will you ever forget what he did in that series. Goal bases, he hit home runs. He climbed up on the fence, he tried ground drives, and here he is again. Pepper Martin, he's slow to get it in the box. He was in there, but tried to... Carter was ready to pitch, and he jumped out of the box quickly. And now ready to go again. Pepper Martin is up the first pitch. Foul back. Strike one. Pepper Martin wasn't kidding on that play. Let that back go from way back that time. No scorers yet. The first half of the second inning. Australia is on second. Dizzy Dean is on first. And Pepper Martin is up with two out. Strike one. General Carter, a right-hander pitching. Captain catching. Here it comes. It's a foul back. Pepper Martin with the bat slip out of his hand. And it flies through over to the boxes and back of home plate. Now we have strike two on Pepper Martin. We have runners on first and second to know most scorers yet in this first World Series ball game from Maven Field, Detroit. Pepper Martin back in the box again now. Here it is. It's a bounding ball down third base. A big hop. Horn has it. Here's the throw. And the throw was wide. And everybody is safe. The bags are over. Carver took that ball. He backed up on it. Then threw it wide to Hank Greenberg. Pulling Greenberg off the bag. And now we have the back loaders, as it were. And two men out. That is an error for third base for Owens. That is the third error of the afternoon for the Tigers. And here's the picture as you see it now. Ernie Orsatti is on third base. Dizzy Dean is on second base. Pepper Martin is on first base. And we have two men out. Jack Rothrock is coming up. The last time up, Rothrock hit a fly ball to Jojo White in center field. He back the left hand of the pitch. Ball run. Crowder's hook ball was low inside. 
Jackson gazed around at the bullpen, nobody warming up as yet. It's the first half of the second inning, the Cardinals have the bag folded, two men out, the wind-up, and here it is! White call! That was a fast one, felt high, and now the count on... Jack Rothrock is up there hitting it over, the bag's loaded. Two men out, and the bags are loaded. There it is. It's a drive in the center field, the base hit in the left center field. Horsani is coming in, Dean is rounding, second, third base coming in. The throw is to the infield, and Papa Martin goes to third base. Two runs score for the St. Louis Cardinals. Here's the picture again, the bags were loaded. Jack Rothrock was up there, and he hit a line drive in the left center field. It was a single, and it chased Horsani across the plate, also Dizzy Dean. Papa Martin went to third, Rothrock dropped at first, and it is now St. Louis 2, Detroit nothing. Runners on first and third, two men out, and manager Frankie Fritz coming up. Frankie tops the left-handed, you know, with a right-hand pitcher in the box. The pitch gets a foul, strike one. That was certainly a crack by Jack Rothrock, a line drive into left center field. For a moment, it looked like extra bases, but Jojo White was over there, took the ball on the, the second hop, and whipped it in there to Odell, holding Rock Rock at first. Here's the pitch. It's a long foul upstairs. Right two on Frankie Fritz. First half of the second inning, you know, St. Louis Cardinals two, Detroit Tigers nothing. Frankie Fritz, the manager of the Cardinals, who stepped out of the batter's box for a moment. That's the best off his shoes, and now he's back in there again with runners on first and third. Two men out, first half of the second inning. Crowder takes the stretch, and here's the pitch. It's too high, outside. Ball one. With a count two and nothing, Crowder elected to try to get pitch to swing it a high pass one outside. And now we have right two, ball one. Frankie Fritz was batting left hand of this afternoon against the right hand slash of Crowder. Runners on first and third. Two out. Here it is. He swings at the ground ball. Challenger fumbles the ball. Retrieves it quickly. Cross the Greenberg. And pushes out at first base. That is a nice play by Charlie Gallagher. A ground ball between Challenger and Greenberg. Challenger coming over. Fired to his left. Knocked the ball down. Home of the home of Charlie. Turned all the way around. And then crossed the Greenberg. Getting first at first base. Come in for it. Ready happened that inning. Delancey came up. Banged the fly up. He left. He was right up against the wire. And took it to his one gone. Or Fatty came up. Slapped one between the third baseman and shortstop in the left field for a single. Then Jureker. Jureker next to bat, a man on first, one out. And he slapped one out. It's Georgia White in center field. And two men were gone. Two out, a man on. Dean came up. Dean drove one down. Rogel covered just off second base. Off to Geringer. Geringer made an error taking a throw for Rogel. And Orfati would save a second. Martin at bat. Two on, two out. A bounce down to third. And would save it first on Owen. Five throw to first base. Rothrock came up. Lamps one out into the center field, scoring off Sally and Dean. Martin went to third, Rothrock was on first. Frick was the next man in the batting order. He wrapped one down to Geringer. Geringer had a hard time handling. It was a bad ball to handle, but he got a hold of it. Picked up off the ground. Got it over to Greenberg, and the Fabs retired. Two runs, two hits, two errors. Here is Bruce Gosling at bat in Detroit's half of the second in Tom Manning. The first pitch to Gosling. A change of pace, offering a high outside. Bruce Gosling, you know, is a left-hand hitter. Ball one. Dizzy Dean is in the box for the St. Louis Cardinals with Delancey behind the bat. Gosling is first up in the last half of the second. Here's the pitch. It's a strike. A nice hook ball that comes over just above the knees. And the count on Duke Gosling is ball one and strike one. 
Franklin is up. Rodell hanging around home plate. The pitch. Hits the ball inside. And the count on Johnson. Ball two and strike one. Johnson pulling away from that one. Dizzy Dean had plenty on it, too. Dizzy Dean said that Jerome would not pitch this afternoon, but apparently Jerome won out. It's a high foul. Almost up in the third behind home plate. Another count on Dawson is two and two. Dawson leading off for the Tigers in the last half of the second inning. Dawson batting, and Billy Rogel will hit next. Two and two. Dizzy is taking a little more time at the moment. Now he's ready to go. There's a long wind-up, and here it is. It's a base hit in the left field. Redwick receives the ball, passes it in there. Two, he has the road to the second, and it's a one-base drop for Coos Goslin. Goslin took the hole of a high basket inside and drove it to left field. It's a hard-hit ball, and Joey Redwick handled the ball very neatly out there at left field, returning it to DeRocher and holding Goslin at first. That's the second hit of the afternoon for the Tigers. Billy Rogel is up. You know, he's a quick hitter. He's asking either left or right-handed. That's Billy Rogel. He's hitting left-handed this afternoon. Billy Rogel is up there, and the count is strike one on Bill Rogel. There's the long lead wind up again of Dizzy Dean, the pitch. Strike swinging. Strike two. That ball was up around the peak of the cap. Only Rogel, right to those pylons, and he took the murderous cut at it and missed. Right two on Rogel. Last half of the second inning. St. Louis Cardinals, two. Tigers, nothing. Nobody out. Garland is on first. Here's the pitch. Hit the ball outside. Apparently that was a pitch out. With a count, strike two. Delancey sneaks the ball on the outside of that plate. And now the count on Billy Rogel. Ball two, strike two, and ball one. Ball going. Hanging around home plate. There's the stretch. The pitch. Hit the ball outside. The count on Billy Rogel, who is batting left-handed in ball two and strike two. The last half of the second inning, the first game of the World Series. From Maven Field, he's going to the National Broadcasting Company. Two and two is the count. Strike three! The throw to second, a double play! Goslin is out, and Frankie Fish was running the play. Dizzy Dean, everybody is running out the second base. On that play, you know, Coos Goslin. Coos Goslin was on first base. Goslin was off with the pitch. It was a call strike down Billy Rogel, and Delancey hooked the ball to Fish. Fish took the ball sitting on, on second base. Goslin went in hard and knocked Frankie Fish down. And now all of the Cardinal players have left the bench. They're dashed out there at second base. The trainer is out there, and they're all bending over Frankie Fish. He got up and walked about 15 yards away from the second base cushion, and then again sat down on the ground, and as we observed, him coming over towards first base, he was rubbing his left shoulder. We all sincerely hope that uh, nothing severe has happened to Frankie Fish. Uh-oh, Dizzy Dean is out there. Dizzy Dean is patting him on the back and saying something as funny as probably saying, come on, old kid, you can take it better than just Dizzy Dean. Who's Gosling went in there that time? 
have a count of the columns, ball one and strike one. Ball one, strike one. On Collins, the left-hand batter, the pitch. He swings it to Collins out first. Greenberg takes it, goes to Rogella, second out. That's the throw. He's in the dirt, and it's a wild throw. Back from Rogell. And Collins throws to second base. And that play, Mavis was on first. Collins hit a fly ball to Greenberg. Greenberg put the ball to Rogell, forcing Redwick at second. Billy Rogell then, and trying to complete the double play. Green pass, Greenberg, and... Collins went to second base. That, of course, will be scored as an error for Billy Rochelle, the shortstop. And now we have Collins on second base. One man out. And catcher, Delancey. The left-hand battle is up. That was a made-to-order double play. Greenberg coming up nicely with that ball and throwing it to Rochelle. That is the fourth error of the afternoon for the Tigers. Collins is out on second base in a scoring position. Delancey, the catcher, back to left-handed, is up on the first pitch. It's a ball. The hook ball is just a little bit high on the inside. Ball one on catcher, Delancey. There's the stretch. Runner on second to go, one out. The pitch. It's a ball. The back ball is too high. And the count on Delancey. Yep, Ernie O'Sani hanging around home plate. Claudio Lope is looking just a little bit slower now. Here's the pitch. The ground ball, down first base, Greenberg fumbles the ball, and Gary Jimmy sees it, the throw is at the plate, and Collins continues on and beats the throw, throwing. That was a ground ball, but Collins on second base, it was a ground ball, down first base play, Greenberg allowed the ball to trickle through his leg, got it, Gary received the ball, and Collins on the third base, going at full speed, and stood in just ahead of the throw, throwing. That is scored as an error for Hank Greenberg, the Tiger first baseman. And the score now, the St. Louis Cardinals, three Detroit Tigers, seven. Manager Mike Cochran has taken off his chest protector and his cap and has walked out to the box. He's standing out there bareheaded. Bob Owens, the third baseman, has walked over to the pitcher's box. Hank Greenberg has also walked over for a conference with manager Mike Cochran. They're standing around there now, but General Crowder has walked out just a few paces behind the pitching rubber. Manager Mr. Chaplin has been called quite word by Brick Owens. Brick Owens has raised his mask now, telling the boys to hustle up a little bit. Chaplin walks out again toward the pitcher's box, and he says something to third base from Bob Owens and to first base from Hank Greenberg. Now Chaplin is going back behind the plate. Leo DeLocher, very gentlemanly, has picked up Cochran's cap and chest protection, cap and mask, rather, and has handed it to him. Cochran puts them on, and now ready to go again. Carter stays in the box. Oreo Scotty is up. He hits the first ball, picks the foul down the left field line. Rooters out there in the field boxes making a jump to get the ball, but Kuzma runs over and receives the ball and throws it back into the diamond. Well, your starting is up today, and it is a foul strike one. St. Louis Cardinals three, Detroit nothing. First half of the third inning. Here's the pitch. Has it back out for right field. And it is out. Fox comes in fast and takes the ball from high, throws it into Carrier, and now we have two men out. Two men out, and Leo DeRosa coming up. 
DeRosino backs him right-handed. Here's a short trap for the St. Louis Cardinals. Delancey on first. Two out. DeRosino hits the first ball. It's a lap. He flies for it. Right field. With Pete Fox coming over a little bit. He's under it. And he has it. That is all for the St. Louis Cardinals in the first half of the third inning. Come in for it. The Cardinals met wake up in the first half of the third. He rammed one past third baseman, Marv Owen, for a single. He was on first. Collins at that. Collins grounded one hot down to Greenberg, returned, winged it down to Rogel. That we got at second. Rogel off to Rogel back to first, and Collins went on down to second when the ball went back to Greenberg there on Rogel's error. The bad throw. And on second, Delancey up. Delancey drove one hop down to Greenberg. Greenberg got the ball tickled through his leg, and he was safe at first. Collins went on him, throwing, sliding into the home plate ahead of the throw, getting in there, and was called safe. Orsatti then came up, and the fly out into right field, where Pete Fox was under when it came down, and two men were gone. DeRocher then came up, one on, two out. He left one out the same direction, and Pete Fox had the third foot out. So the score is three to nothing. Two runs for the Cardinals in the second inning, one run in the third, three to nothing, and Detroit coming up with Pete Fox, Irvin Pete Fox, the right fielder who made those last two outs for the Tigers coming up first here in their half of the third. Here's the wind-up and the pitch. The high fly ball, back of first base, Collins is back just right on the line, he takes it. One man out. Pete Fox with a count ball, one and strike one. Set to the little pop fly back of first base. That's Rip Collins back up for it. General Fowler is getting a nice hand from the fans here at Haven Field as he steps up to the plate. General Fowler, you know, bats him left-handed. Here's the Tiger pitcher. Left-hand batter, last half of the third inning. One out, and nobody on. Dizzy Dean's first offering. It's a call strike. A fast ball that was right down the old alley. Rick Owens, umpiring behind the bat. Raised that right hand, indicating a call strike. Call. Fast ball was low inside. Crowder stepping back away from the plate. And now the count is ball one and strike one. General Crowder completes the first round of the Tiger hitters. Here's the ninth batter of the afternoon for Detroit. Ball two. Last ball is high inside of the count on pitcher Crowder. Ball two and strike one. Last half of the third inning. Tigers three runs behind. One out and nobody on. The pitch. Strike. Ball. That is a curveball. Crowder pulled away from the plate. But the goal called the strike and the count is two and two. St. Louis Cardinals three, Detroit Tigers nothing. It's the last half of the third, one out, and nobody out. Jojo White hanging around home plate. The pitch. The high pounder, a top ball. Dean has it, tosses to Collins, and Crowder is out. Crowder swung hard at that ball, but popped it, and it was a high pounder about 15 feet high that Dizzy Dean waited for, and then crossed over to Collins. Now we have two men out. Nobody out. And Jojo White. Center field of the Tigers coming up. Last time up, right, found it out to Rocher to Collins. Here's the first pitch to right. All one. Fast ball was inside. 
White pulled his bat down as if to pump them, throwing Copper Martin, who came carrying in fast. But of course, it was a ball, and nothing further happened. Here's the windup again. Dizzy Dean pitching. Here it is. It's a ball up and back. Ball one, strike one. Manager Mickey Cochran coming up next. Back past the third inning, two out, and nobody on. Dean winds up, and here it is. Ball two. Two and strike one. Again, Georgia White pulled up that end as if the bunt. And once again, Papa Martin came carrying in. Martin goes back to his position. He screws the dirt out there in front of him. Here's the wind up again. Two and one, the pitch. A change of pace offering is a little bit high, and it's three and one on Jojo White. On a change of pace offering, it's Dizzy Dean. Dean to jerk that ball in there. There it is. Strike two, Carl. All right, that was bloody fast. Three and two. Jojo White, a left-hand batter is up. Last half of the third inning, two out, nobody on. The pitch. Go ahead, he says. Ball four. That's the first pass of the afternoon. Dizzy Dean is knocking his bare hand against his club. And Edward, just a little bit of temperament on the part of Dizzy. We're up halfway in for it, home plate. Now he has his glove out, pulling up his trousers. And as the Cardinal infielders come in to say, words of encouragement, he nods his head, holds up his bare hand, says, fear not, my man, fear not. Mike Cochran, the manager of the Tigers, is coming up now. Mike, you know, is a left-hand hitter. We delayed a moment. Delancey, Cochran, Hendrick Owen. They're talking something over there. Now ready to go again. Jojo White is on first. Two men out. Cochran, the left-hand batter, is up. Dean is back on the rubber. A long strip. Here's the pitch. Ball one. A fastball. must be a dancer. Old Bill Robinson never had a better foot step than that one for it. Is he Dean? He's a big one. It's a base hit. A base hit to left field. Very much it seems the ball. Picks it into third base. Jojo White stops at second. That is really the first chance this afternoon in this World Series. And boy, these 45,000 and upward fans here at Raven Field. First they cut loose when Mickey Cochran throws that ball into left field. Now we have runners on first and second. Charlie Gellinger is up, a left-hand batter. The pitch, strike one, oh! Oh, she's going to the back of Mike Cochran, but Cy Perkins was coaching at first. Doesn't permit a play, he yells at Cochran, and Cochran is back to back. Here's the pitch to Gellinger. It's a cloud ball. Runners on 
first and second. Carrying a shot of the crown ball to the center of the diamond for a great hit. That caught in. Jojo White with the first tie to run. Mickey Cochran, ground with second, top speed. Where is the third base? As Ernie Lascani, the center field of the Cardinals, fumbled the ball, getting an error. Allowing Carrington to reach second. And it is foul. The St. Louis Cardinals. Top of the Cardinal batting order coming up again. Pepper Martin. 
First time up, Pepper was out, third to first. The next time up, he reached first, Marmarmo and Terror. And now he is coming up for the third time. A ball, low inside. Pepper Martin, you know, is a right-hand batter. No hit, shot of two tips to the plate. Strike! Oh, nice third ball over the heart of the plate and the count on Pepper Martin is ball one and strike one. Jack Rothrock, the right fielder, hanging around home plate. The pitch, it's a ball. That ball was going outside. Now the count is ball two and strike one on Pepper Martin, third tracker of the St. Louis card. First half of the fourth inning. One out. Nobody out. Here it is. Pepper Martin attempts to punt. The ball hit home plate, bounded up and hit Pepper Martin in the ribs, but the umpire has called it only a, a foul and it's strike two. Ball two and strike two. That time Pepper Martin attempts to cross five on up by jumping a punt down the third baseline. His trap was just a little bit over the ball and it hit the rubber and bounded right up at the hitter. Two and two, the pitch. Ball three. Third ball is low outside, Cochran digging it out of the dirt, and the count on Pepper Martin, ball three, and strike two. First half of the fourth inning, the Cardinals three, the Tigers one. One gone, you know, and nobody out. Here's the wind-up, three and two it is, the fifth. Strike three, swinging. That was nice work on the part of Mike Cochran, a tip ball that Cochran was able to hold. So it's a strikeout for Pepper Martin. Two out and nobody on. Jack Rothrock is coming up. That's the first strikeout for Crowder. Rothrock is up. Strike called. Rothrock pulled away from the plate on that one, but apparently the ball was over the inside corner. Here's the wind up again. Two out. Nobody on, you know. Change of face offering is a foul up and back. Strike two. First half of the fourth inning, you know. Two men out and nobody out. First game of the World Series of 1934. Here's the pitch. Another change of pace offering. Seems like it took a full minute to get up there. It was too high. And the count on Roth Rock is strike two and ball one. Here it is. Very high infield fly. Near third base with Owen Rogel. Deciding Owen is under it and Owen takes it. Retiring the Cardinals in the first half of the fourth inning. Come in, Paul. At the end of the fourth, for the Cards of score is three to one. Dean came up first, and Dean laid into that ball, swinging hard, and the ball rolled way high, far, and wide. With Jocelyn chasing over, it looked impossible to get over that. He went over on the line and made a wonderful catch and brought that entire 17,000 feet. Those people out there in that left field, sticker section, up to their feet, praising that wonderful catch that Bruce Jocelyn made off Dean's long drive in the left field. Martin. 
Watson then came to bat. He went down on a strikeout. The third with a trip foul and went into Stockton's glove. And two men were gone. Nobody on. And Jack Ross Ross, who bats and throws right, was up there at bat. He came up in the Boston Red Sox and later to the regular until he broke his leg. And apparently was through, but came back strong and was purchased by the Cardinals from Columbus during the winter. Played 125 games, hit 350 with Columbus, got away to a great start, won his first. Ross Ross went out on a fly. And here we are with Bruce Gosman back to the Tigers in the last half of the fourth. All right, Tom Manning. Strike. It's a strike. Oh, it over the left-hand batter. Dizzy Dean. Right-hand pitcher is in the box for the Cardinals. Here's the wind-up again. Gosman back to the left-hander. Third ball was high outside, and the count on the goose is well run and strike one. Bruce told me this morning all the folks down New Jersey are all tuned in this afternoon. All had their fingers crossed for the success of their native son, Bruce Cardinal. So, that ball is inside. Johnson steps back, raising both arms into the air, and it is ball two and strike one. Graham McNamee sitting here just marveling at this dizzy game. That's the first time I've seen him, Graham. No song two times during the year, Tom. Boy, he's a pitcher. Next pitch, it's a call strike, and the count is two and two. Two thousand. Left hand hitter, you know. Last time up to do singles. It's a foul up and back. The count on Gosling remains ball two and strike two. Little old scramble over there for that one as somebody got that ball. There'll be no more World Series for that little apple. Probably have a long, comfortable winter in somebody's trust as well. Two and two. Here it is. Gosling hitting. It's a ball. Too high. Gosling was all set to take the whale at that one. But it was a little bit too high. And now the count is three and two. Ball three and strike two. The last half of the fourth inning. St. Louis of the National League three. The Tigers of the American League one. Dean winds up. And the ground ball. Right off to Frankie Fish. Fish to Collins. Gosling is out. One down. Frankie Fish is all set to that one, took the ball on a nice third hop, so high, and crossed it over very gently to Rip Collins at first. Now we have one man out, and Billy Rogel, the veteran shortstop of the Tigers. Left-hand hitter is up. He just switched hitter, back from left or right-handed. Ball one. Right field, quick backing up. They're all coming in almost. 
Anderson, but Priest gets over the ball, and takes it. Rock Rock, who is a fast runner, came in fast after that. Collins and Priest were back up, but finally Priest took the ball, and Jack Rock Rock whirled around on his feet, and barely avoided a collision. That's all for the Tigers in the fourth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. Four. The Goose came up there, and the Goose was batting J.G., and so was Justine, pitching to him the same way. The count ran up to three and two, and he banged one down to Frankie Brace, who took it, made a nice toss over to Collins, and the Goose retired to the dugout. One out in the fourth for the Tigers. The score three to one against them. Rogel came up to bat next. Rogel, the shortstop for the Tigers. He banged the fly into short left center. Metwick came in very fast, and the Ducky boy was under it for the outmission. A pretty catch coming in fast and hard from his position. Two men gone, and Marvorn, the third sacker for the Tigers, with his back. He drove a fly into short right, and Frankie Frisch went up, stopped very fast in position. Ross Rock was coming in. It looked for a moment if they were going to stumble. Frisch just blew his cap on that. He went out after it, and was under it for the third out, retiring the side. One, two, three, Goslin, Rogel, and Owen. No runs, no hits, no errors, and we go into the fifth inning with the St. Louis Cardinals leading over the Detroit Tigers. Three, two, one. Tom Manning, come in here. Here is the Cardinals up at bat with Frankie Frisch, the first man up there. Here you are, Tom. Frankie Frisch, you know, is a left-hand batter, Crowder, and Cochran for the Tiger battery. A strike call. That was a nice fast ball over the inside corner on Frankie Frisch. The pitch swings. It's a long drive to right field. Fox is going back to the barrier, and he is under it and has it. That ball was just about three feet from the barrier and deep right field. One man out. Now we have Joey Medwick coming up. Medwick, you know, is also a long-distance hitter. Joe has some tape around his right wrist this afternoon. First pitch to Medwick, a ball up and back, right. Joey Medwick has two hits out of two trips to the plate. Two out of two. Half of the fifth inning, three to one in favor of the Cardinals. The pitch hits the ball. The third ball is high inside, and the count on Joey Medley is ball one and strike one. First half of the fifth inning, one out, and nobody out. The pitch, the long drive deep into left center field, back, back, going, 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 high into the creatures, out in left field, and it is a home run for Joey Medley, the little left field of the St. Louis Cardinals. Gosnell was off with a crack of the bat, but there seemed to be no doubt in his mind. He ran out the screen barrier in left field, but the ball was over the fence for a home run. And now it is 4-1 in favor of St. Louis. Here it is. 4-1. That was a smash by Joey Metric, and now we have Collins up. That's the first extra base smash of the series. Strike ball, ball one, strike one. Collins, you know, is also a home run hitter, having hit 35 this year. Hook ball is outside, and it's ball two and strike one. General Sauer, you know, is in the box for Detroit. Ball two and strike one. Collins is up. One out, and nobody on. Here it is. Strike 
swinging. What a stuff he took at that one. Wheeled all the way around. Another count is ball two and strike two. The catcher, Delancey, hanging around home plate. It's a foul back. The count remains two and two. First half of the fifth inning, St. Louis Cardinals of the National League, four. Tigers of the American League, one. Carter in the box for the Tigers, Cochran behind the bat. Collins up two and two, the pitch. Change of pace, ball is outside, and the count is three and two on Collins. Three and two, one out, and nobody out. Here it is. Ball four, he left. That was a fast ball inside, and it was plenty high. Mike Cochran has just pointed over toward the Tigers' dugout now. Perhaps wants someone to go down to warm up. No one has come out of there yet. Well, we have Delancey, the catcher, coming up. Delancey, the left-hand batter. Strike, ball. Trotter had a curve ball over the heart of the plate that time. Now we have Collins on first, you know. One man out. And Delancey, the catcher, is up. High fly out to center field. Jojo White coming in a few paces under it, and he has it. Two men out. Collins is on first. Ernie Orsatti coming up. Orsatti, you know, the center field of the Cardinals to the left-hand battle. Ready to go, you know, two men out. Collins is on, and the pitch. It's a cold strike. General Crowder sent that one over the inside corner. Done. Come out now. First he's had since the game started. The pitch. It's a ball. Last ball was too high, and the count, ball one, strike one. Ernie Orsatti is up there, a left-hand batter. Two men out, first half of the fifth inning. Cardinals, four. Tigers, one. The That is, the King, and it's a base into the left field. Collins was off with a crack of that bat, but 2,000 retrieves the ball, whips it into Billy Roquel, and Collins is held at second base. That's the second hit of the afternoon for Ernie Horsotti. Base hit, wide to center, and now he has singled again. Two hits out of three times up. That brings Rio de Rocha up. Cardinal shortstop, a right-hand batter. Got up twice before, both times hitting fly balls to Fox, to White and center field. Here's the pitch. Ball one. The third ball was inside. First half of the fifth inning. Two out. Runners on first and second. Collins on second, or Sadie on first. The road up the pitch. The high fly out for center field. Jojo White moving over into left center is under it, and he has it. That is all for the Cardinals in the first half of the fifth inning. And here is what happens. Frankie Frinch was first up. He had a fly ball to box his left field. Joey Mudley got a hold of a fast one and parked it about 10 rows up into a left field bleacher. A fine souvenir for somebody. Collins, with a count three and two, he walked. 
Gillespie. Fly it out to White in center field. Ernie Oscani got his second hit of the afternoon. A single to left. Collins was held at second base. DeRocher then hit a fly ball to center field. Retiring the side. One run, two hits, one base on balls, and no error. And so we win the last half of the fifth inning. St. Louis Cardinals four, Detroit Tigers one. Radio friends, this first game of the World Series is being sent to you from the first box at Maven Field. We're up on the third balcony, and this is Tom Manning speaking. We've had the pleasure of describing the play-by-play of the first four and a half innings, and it is a real pleasure now, too, that we turn the microphone over to a forward bond of New York who will give you the play-by-play description of the remaining innings of this ball game. With pleasure, forward bond. Thank you, Tom. Bill Dean's been warming up Durante down here. Now here's Pete Fox, the right fielder of the Tigers in there, swinging his bat. He's winding up. Here's a pitch. It's to Jimmy. Swings hard, and it's one strike on the batter. One strike on Pete Fox right here in the last after fifth inning. It's go four to one against the Tigers. Pete Fox is up there. He's winding up. He shoots it in, and he drives one high up, fly out into short right Frank Smith, and Collins the pull back, and he goes out. Collins takes it just outside the foul line, and there's one gone. Smith and Collins and Ross Rock were all coming after that ball. It was sure that one of them was going to get it, and Collins got the white soft line out there many yards behind first base for the out. And there's one out, and General Alvin Carter, the next man, drew up the plate. He's made no appearance down there at the moment. Delancey and Brick Owens are both looking over towards the Tigers' dugout to see where Mr. Carter is. One gone. There's one gone here in the last half of the fifth. Finally, Carter comes out, swinging a couple of bats. Well, he's right on. Now he's seeing the motor, he's left, and swings it over his shoulder. I believe we're going to have a... Joel Jack. Joel Jack is coming in to bat for General Carter. That means he'll have a new pitcher. Joel Jack is taking the place of Carter. He's an outfielder. I think we can drop in the minor league. He's going to bat for Crowder here. He's coming up there now. That was what the weight was for. Joel Jack taking his place at the plate now. And Dean with both arms hanging down to his side. He's looking at the signal. He finally goes up, winds up, shoots it in. And it's a ball. Go to the outside to a right-handed batter. Joel Jack picks up his Crowder. Takes over his bat again. Here's the pitch. It's a called sight. Rick Owens runs up his hand and says it's a strike, Mr. Dozak. And it's one and one on Frank Dozak. He's done in here to bat for Trout. Here's the pitch. He winds up. Shoots it in. And it's a drive deep out into center field. Ross Daddy's waiting that it is. And he has it as Ross Rock runs over. Gets there just about the same time the ball does. Ross Daddy has it. And his two men are gone. Dozak batted for Trout. Which brings Johnny Joyner White. Jojo White. Center fielder of the Detroit Tigers up the bat. He's out there now, knocking the dirt out of the field cleat. Goes over, hits his bat, a big black willow down on the home plate. Looks out for Jimmy Dean, swings his bat, flying it out just a bit. Jimmy Dean takes the ball, takes that lineup of his, shoots it down across the plate, and it was, wasn't quite across the plate. He was outside to a left-handed batter. And it's a ball, ball one on Jojo White. Again, he cracks down on the rubber, swings his bat up, here's the pitch. 
Going inside, and it's ball two. Ball two, Joyner White at bat. This team gets the ball back to Mr. Delancey. Infield is kicking dirt around out here while this team looks into Delancey taking the signal from him. Takes his head, yes, that's all right. Winds up, and it's strike two. Strike one, ball two. Ball two and strike one. Ball strike on Joyner White. Jojo White. Here's the pick, he winds up. And it's three balls, three and one. Joyner White and his team walks in. Going he's a little bit put out about that third ball. Three and one is the count on the batter. And here comes the whole Cardinal infield in the draft doing. First, Andrew Frankie Trace and Leo DeRocher walks in. They're battled now by Rick Pallet and Bubba Mackey. Here turns around, got finally to Rip Allen. The other has gone back to their places. And Rip turns around, got out to his place. Off first base there, turns his attention again to the batter. Counts three and one. Two out. And he's got a left. Well, right outside and wide. Joiner White down on first base. Two men out. Stanley Mickey Backlund, the manager and the captain, back left and throws right. He's up there at the plate with one arm, two out. Here in the last half of the fifth, he scored four to one against his team. Mickey Backlund's up there at the plate. He doesn't matter about hitting love of the time. He looks at what comes in, and it's a foul. A little high. Dead center, but high, and it's a foul on Mickey Backlund. Joiner White down on third. That's the picture in the last half of the fifth inning. Four to one, David Pack. Here's the pick. It wheels over and it's a cloud strike. One and one. It wheels right over the heart of the plate. He's got it right down the alley. And if he wasn't looking for it there, and it's a cloud strike. One and one. Two men down. Going away down first. He takes a little lead off. Good look at him over his shoulder. But puts it in. And down the right field, but it went foul. That wind seemed to catch it and shoot it over. It's a long strike into the right field bench, and it curved in down there, almost out of the bend. It was a hard hit ball, and Joyner White comes back, trotting diving across the down to his place at first base, and Mickey again stepped into the batter's box. It's one and two. One and two, that's the long strike. Mickey steps up there again. He's back dressing on his shoulder, looking hard down at his jeans, like a couple of swings. Dean has his shoulder now turned to the plate. Dancing just a little bit over Joyner right. He's taking his lead off there. He shoots it down, and Mickey swings at it, drives it down, where Frank takes it, shoots it over to Colin, and there's a man down on second, and there's nobody down there. Now it's three out, and they retire, and the Cardinals come in the bat, and here's Tom Angel, what happened that inning. He popped his first up in the final half of the fifth, and he fouled off to Rick Collins. Collins got to go quite right a ways back for that one. Those guys. And with center to bat for General Carter. With a cop foul on the first one, he fired deep to Ernie Alcotti. Alcotti came over nice in the right center to the first up drive. Georgia White came up, and after getting a count of three and one, he left. Georgia Mike Cochran gave the fans a bit of a thrill, and he got a hold of one of two fastballs and drove it deep into right field. He
is off for Bam Marbury, will be the next pitcher that is not official. However, up to now, at the end of five innings, here is a summary of what the pitchers have done so far. Dizzy D has allowed the Tigers one run, four hits, and the Tigers have only tipped into two pages on ball. Carter allowed four runs, six hits, and issued one base on ball. The only extra base hit of the afternoon is that long home run into the left field pitches by Joey Medlin. There's no question now, Triple Barbary. We all remember that grand gentleman of baseball, Barbary. For several years, during the penetrating days of the Washington Brothers of the American League, times without Bumbley came in from deep into the bullpen to save one of his comrades who are traveling in the pitcher's box. Once again, he is in that role, relief role, as they call it, here in the first game of the World Series. Football Marbury, that big husky right-hander, formerly of Washington, now the Detroit Tigers, is to take up the pitcher. He's a right-hander, and the first half of the sixth inning has four bombs. Marbury in there, just he at bat, just over an offering, and it's inside off the plate corner. Inside corner to a right-handed batter, and it's one ball on Jersey, who incidentally bats to batter 246 during the season. Marbury winds up, here's the pitch, and he swings hard, and it's one and one on a swing at the offering of Purple Marbury. We come in there to relieve his Thomas Crowder, who's taken out for a hitter. Swings it in, and he drives one as a single out the deep between the center fielder and the left fielder. Oh, oh, it's good for two things he went in there. It looked like a single, looked like the fielder would get over after it, but he gets a two-base hit, and he's down on second. Nobody out, and Pepper Martin coming up to the plate to face the new Tiger pitcher. The umpire has called time for the moment, waving his arms, and the trainer runs out the dugout with the big cardinal windbreaker for Dizdeen, who's just gotten, gotten that nice two-bagger. He's all it hard between right and Bruce Godwin out there in deep left center. Looks like they get all of it in, and Dean traveled on down to second before anything could be done about it. A two-base hit for him, and the next man due up is John L. Martin. That's really those names. He's mostly called Pepper to find out what the man's real name is. He came to the Spasm to Houston for him in 1928. He's gone back for a time. But in 31, he came back, landed a regular job and a regular World Series. You remember the story? He's up there at bat now. He's covered on second. Nobody out here in the first half of the inning. He swings hard at the first offering, and it's one strike. He collected with a lot of air on the end of his bat there. There's one strike on Pepper Martin, of course. Four to one in favor of St. Louis here in the first half of the sixth inning. Did he beam down on second? Takes a little lead off. Marbury turns around, looks down at him. Turns his head to the batter, and he drives one hot over second base out into center field. Piper sees it, Dizdeen comes on him, the throwing him is from right to Marbury, who got over two second base to throw in there. And now, now Marbury drops in, dropping to Mickey Cochran. Captain Martin is down there on first. Dizdeen came in with a run on his single out there. Piper sees it, set it in. Now Marbury is taking place back in the back. Cochran has put his cap back on and he's getting ready to adjust his mask. And we're looking for Jack Rathrap. Jack Rathrap to come to bat. And on first, nobody out. Run in in the first half of the sixth inning. 4-4 to 1 in favor of the St. Louis Cardinals. Gets up there now into the batter's box. And he bunts one down there at first. The pitcher receives and shoots it over to first. And he's out. 
The man going down on a knife, back to bite. Man down on Kraken. Got the marshal. Rob Black, back to bite the newcomer down. Five to one on the home run in favor of the Cardinals. Five to one in favor of the Cardinals. Side in here in the sixth, it's five to one, and we have Frank Gray, manager and second baseman at the plate with Pepper Martin down on second, one out. Pitch and a strike on Mr. Gray. Strike one, he's up there again. Now Marbury has it up there, looks around at Martin on second. A pop up out in the way out off the foul line in left field. The third baseman goes back there, and he's under it. On. Making a sweep hard of a catch after he went back fast. Rocky Chap in the process. Peter came back in and the crowd gave him a nice hand for a beautiful catch going out fast under that pop-up. Top foul of Frankie Drake. Out there way back of third over towards the left field grandstand. A beautiful catch by Marboy. So now it's two out. Man on second, Pepper Martin, and Joey Medwick. Joey Medwick, you up at bat, who isn't the present timer to get up there to the home plate, to any pitcher at any time. But Justin is a man on second. Here's Joey Ducky Medwick at bat, swing that ball, he bats right. He swings hard and falls the ground. He swung so hard at that offering of my brother, who takes it out nonchalantly. Jim goes back, walks around the pitcher's mound, rubbing the ball and looking at Pepper Martin down on second. Five to one in favor of the cards here in the first half of the sixth inning. Here's the offering. He fouls it back high into the upper tier back of home plate. New ball is given by Vic Owen to Cochran, who throws into Marbury and football is what? Wiping it off out there, getting it in the condition that he likes to pitch it. Has a big number 11 written on the back of that pretty white tiger uniform. Comes in, walks in, throws the rubber. Looks around at Pepper Martin on second. He's taking a big lead. Wind up, shoots it across a slow ball. Nice change of pace. It came in, but it was wide, and it's called ball one. One and two is the count on Joe Ducky Medwick. And on second base, two out. Four five to one favor of the card. Marbury's watching Martin back. Turns around, shoots it in, but it was low, and it's ball two. Going wide of the plate to a right-handed batter. Marbury gets the ball back. Drops his drop down onto his wrist, letting him hang there by the strap. Wipes the ball off, comes in, looks both ways, throws it over his right foot, looks back at Martin, and makes an offering to swing just for the engine if he would, but nothing's happened about it. And Martin wasn't alarmed, nobody was coming in there to the second base. And he knew all about it. He turns his head to the batter, shoots him, and it's again it's a high foul. Nicky Tucker knocks his mask off that goes into the stand. He can't get it. So another ball comes into the ball game. Marbury has it. He's having to wipe off a lot of fouls out here to get him into the condition. He likes to pick them. And Marbury looks around there at Martin again. He's gone back to the second track there, standing on it. Either Bill Rogel or Charlie Geringer paying any attention to it. They're watching to see what Joe Medwick does down there. He swings, hard drives a liner into right field. It's a Huffman and the runner comes in. Pepper Martin crosses the plate on the throw-in, ahead of the throw-in. He did in. It wasn't after he could have gotten it. The ball failed out the box into another run-in. Now six to one on the single. It's Joe Medwick drove into right field. A line drive out there with it short of what anything that Pete Fox could do about it. And there are two runs in this inning. 
Now, Hedwig is down on first. Two out. Two runs in. And James Rip Collins. James Rip Collins with the Cardinals. First baseman at bat. Always a dangerous man. Thomas told you a couple times this afternoon that he has hit 35 homers during this 1934 season. Here's the pitch. It wings in, and it's a ball. Ball one. Wide to the plate to a left-handed batter outside. Jeff Collins up there. Edwick down on first. He starts down for second. It's a hit. Nice hit and run. Guys are hard on the ground out into right field. Safe on first, and Medwick is safe on third. He slid in there. He was way ahead of it. wasn't necessary, but he hit the dirt anyhow. And there's a man on first and third. Two out and two runs in on Rip Collins' single. He was off with the pick. Nice hit and run, and they worked it, getting hold of that ball and driving that into right. The umpire down on second base. Umpire Geisel throws his arms into the air, and there's a time here for the moment. Players now, with the exception of Hank Greenberg and Charlie Garrett, have walked in to talk to Brad Marbury, and he's leaving the mound. He's leaving the mound, and we'll have another Detroit pitcher here. No one out on the warm-up mound, but here comes a pitcher running in. We can't see who it is. He just came down the runway. Can't just see who it is. Walking in with a big windbreaker. Guy taking off now. Throwing it down to the bat boy. We'll tell you who it is just a moment. Who's going to replace Marbury there in the box here in the sixth inning with a score six to one against some of his first ball game here at Maven Field of the 1934 World Series. It looks like Baker, but we can't identify him for the moment. My first here high. Elon Hodgson, the Indian, has come in. Elon Chester Hodgson, the left-handed pitcher, has come in to replace Marbury here in the sixth inning. Hodgson replacing Marbury in the sixth inning with a score 6-1 against them. 6-1 in favor of the Cardinals. Jeff Collins is on first. Joey Medwick on third. Two out. And two runs in here in this inning. Hard pass the sixth inning, the first up. Hodgson goes over and takes over the rosin bag. Wipes his hands off on it. Turns around and tosses him on over to Greenberg for another set of warm-ups. And he turns his attention to the batter, who is William Delancey, catcher of the Cardinals. He swings hard, drives it way out, high into lefty over, goes his head, it's down the fence, defense. It's good for two bases, and he scores the runners. He's now held at second on the throw-in, and both Edwick and Rip Collins come in on that two-bagger of Phil Delancey. A hard drive over Goose's head. So now it's 8-1 in favor of the St. Louis Cardinals here in the first half, the beginning of the first ball game of the 1934 World Series. Ernie Orsatti falls into the plate. He's up there already taking position in the batter's box. Elon Hodgson Finally gets the ball back. Wipes his hands off on the rising back. They hold the ball again. Bill Delancey down on second. Two out. Four runs in this inning. 
swings, and here's the pitch, and it's a call strike right straight over, and a 31 buck. Or thought he was looking for that shine right here at the moment, and the ball goes back to Mickey Shotgun to the pitcher, winds up, shoots again, he swings hard, and it's a grounder down to the second base, and Charlie Gerringer, he's out at first, Gerringer to Greenberg. Here's Tom Madden to tell you a resume of how those four runs happened. All right, Tom. Boy, that was really an inning. Dizzy Dean was burned up after he was drives for missing one by the crowd. He just took it off and then got a hold of one and doubled to left field. Upper Martin, single stutter. And Dean scores. He almost missed that third base bag over there. Bob Owens and a fire-ridden had a bit of a conference. And the umpire thought that that size mind you, a better of Dizzy Dean than just Nick the cushion. Slothrock made down a sacrifice. Marbury to Greenwood. Quick, fouled out to Owens. This was the, the outstanding feeling play of the day. A great running catch, almost 40 yards from third base to Bob Owens. The Tiger third tracker went to get him. Joey Medwick then came up with a count two and two, single to right field, scoring Copper Martin. That was Medwick's fourth hit of the afternoon. Three singles to the homer. A great day's work for anybody. Collins then gave perfect execution of a hit and run play, single to right field. Medwick went to third. Hogsett replaced Marbury, a left-hander. Delancey doubled against the barrier and deep left field, high over Garland's head. Medwick and Collins scored. That was fine splitting on the part of Collins. Making it eight to one. Orzani then bounded out. Geringer to Greenberg. So at the end of five and a half innings, St. Louis Cardinals of the National League. Eight. Detroit Tigers of the American one. The last half of the fifth and fourth ball. The last half of the sixth, I'm just to correct you on a number there for the moment. We have Charlie Geringer up at the plate for the Tigers here in the last half of the sixth. Here's Dean is looking him over. Here's the pitch. And it's a strike. Geringer down there at the plate, hoping to do something here. They're trailing by eight to one as they go into the last half of the six. Geringer first man up here for the Tigers in this half of the inning. And the ball sails over and it's strike two. Strike two. Delancey waves the signal down to Dizzy Dean, walks out, holds up his hand, signaling what the umpire called it, confirming it so that Dizzy will know exactly where he is in relation to the batter. He winds up, shoots it in, and it's a low one, and a ball, a ball on the batter. Winds up and gets another one in and ball two and strike two. Two and two on Mr. Charlie Geringer there. Dizzy Dean winds up, shoots it in, he whams it down to first base. First baseman, and he tosses it over to the pitcher. Dean coming over to rip out, rip out, knocks the ball down, picks it up, and Dean coming over fast at the cross on him. Got there just barely ahead of Charlie Geringer, who is pretty fast on those pins of his, and there's one gone. That's always a beautiful play on the ball, and when the ball drives down to the first baseman, the pitcher comes over, crosses the plate, taking a throw from the first baseman who has gotten it from the batter. It's always a pretty one when it's executed right. And it was a, had to be executed fast then because he was a hot drive which he knocked down. Here's Hank Greenberg up at bat. Here's a pitch. The drive over second base, a line drive, and the base has that he had it in two shots, but not quite. The ball down up. It took it in to second base, and we have seen the second. It scored as a hit and an error. A hit and an error. He came in fast for that ball awfully hard. It bounded up just about a yard in front when he was trying awfully hard to get it. Hit him in the chest, bounded off the education. And Hope Greenberg is down on second on a hit and an error on center field, Ernie Orsatti. Hank Greenberg is on second. One out. 
And Goose Goslin, Leon Allen Goose Goslin, left fielder of the Tigers at bat. He bats left, bats left-handed, but throws right, you know. Here's the pitch, and he swings hard, goes clear down on one knee, turns clear around. If he'd have gotten a hold of that, he certainly would have gone places. He gave it all the half that he has, and believe me, Goose has plenty of that. We were talking to him last night, and he was talking about what big things he hopes to do in the series. All of them want to do that. They're hopes, and he swings hard again and misses the ball, getting nothing but a lot of air on the end of his bat for his trouble. Goose, all the boys on these two teams, great fellows, and anxious and hopeful for what they can all do in the series. Greenberg on second, one out, strike two on the batter, Bruce Goslin in the batter's box. Dean again takes that lazy stance, takes the wiggles to Delancey, makes the stretch, winds ahead, it shoots in, and a little easy one down, it gets the Greenberg, the short stop and third baseman, and Hank Greenberg comes in and scores, either one up to get to it, and it's a single for Bruce Goslin. Both of them bad hard, both. Leo DeRocha and Pepper Martin, both of them trying to get to that ball, but it's just Jim Costner. A hit for Goose, scoring, and Greenberg in the second, and that makes the score 8-2 to two here in the last half of the pitch in favor of the St. Louis Cardinals. William Rogel, Rogel Billy Rogel is at bat next. Where's the big number seven on his back? The white side uniform. The Cardinals in their Euro uniform the Light gray with the red figures. The Cardinals. There's the pitch to Rogel, man on first. And he drives one, pops down to the second baseman. First, shoots it over to first. The man is out. There was no time to make a double on that. There's just barely had time to get that ball and get a little rip Collins to get the man out. That first, there's two gone with two sovereign down on second, and they run in. Two men out, score 8-2 in favor of the Cardinals. Just time for Chris to get that one over to Collins to get Joe Rogel out. So we have Marvin Owen. Marvin Owen, who this year is at 321. He's given an 88 run. He's been doing a lot of good batting during the season. He's up there at the plate now. He's back right. Also, he's right hand by runners to pick. Then it's a ball on Mr. Marvin James Owen, the third chapter of the Tigers. And on second, two out. Ball one on the batter. It has a signal, he winds up, there's a stretch in the pit, and it comes over, and it's a call strike. Umpire Brick Owen shoves that right hand up, and out in the gesture of the strike. It's one and one on the batter. Marvin Owen in the batter's box. Man on second base. He's traveling. There's a pitch. He swings hard, but gets nothing for his trouble, and it's one and two. Ball one and strike two on the batter. Two out. One run in. 82 favor the Cardinals. Here's Dean again looks in. He has a very lazy stand and takes that signal and winds up, makes the stretch, and it's a foul. Back of the plate, looping into the first tier. Delancey walks about eight or nine feet in front of the home plate. Boy delivers the ball back to their team. Who's driving down second, taking a lead of about five yards off the base. Looking around, see if anybody's paying any attention to him. He views that short stop at second base. He's coming after him. A swing, a hard swing. And here's what the batter fools. Striking out Marvin Owen. And the side is retired. The score, 8-2 in favor of the Cardinals. The end of the sixth inning. Here's Tom Manning to give you a resume at the Tigers half of the sixth. Michael half of the sixth. One run, two hits, and no errors. One error, rather. One run, two hits, one error. Geringer. Adopt Collins to Dean. Greenberg. Single. He took second. Alasati Parrott. Alasati tried to shoot swing catch them. And he was given an error. Goslin, single to left field, scoring Greenberg, making it 8-2. Rogel, the 
is out. Fritz Collins. Cosmo went to second. Bob Owens struck out. So at the end of six innings, Bengals Cardinals eight. Detroit of the American League two. You know, folks, the Ford Motor Company. Folks, at the crowds that are listening in, at the showrooms of Ford dealers throughout the United States and Canada, as well as everywhere else, are enjoying this game. It is coming to you from Maven Field, Detroit. The first game of the Blue Ribbon Classic of 1934. The first two games here at Maven Field in Detroit, and the next three, if necessary, in St. Louis. Going into the first half of the stretch inning, and here is Paul Bond. Elon Hodgson, who leaves Marbury, who had previously taken Crowder's place after Crowder was pulled out for a consider. Hodgson is taking place in the box, and the Cardinals are up with Leo DeRocher, the shortstop. First man up here in the seventh inning to start of that. He's at bat taking place in the box. Here's the pitch. And it sails in and is called. The ball is wide to a right-handed batter, wide outside of the plate. Peacock can keep it back out to Elon. He takes it, winds up, here's the pitch, and he drives one down to the shortstop. He has leaping the air, pull it down. Rogel takes it over to Greenberg, and the man is out. That ball took a bad down, and still Rogel gets a nice hand from the fans while leaping in the air, clearing that ball after it made a bad down. Man is out at first. Rocha retires to the dugout, and here comes Jerome H. Dizzy Dean up to the plate. Just 23 years old, and the amazement of the Major League. This man, Dean, who won 30 games, lost seven in this past season. He comes up there, takes his place in the box. Elon Hodges turns his attention. He has his hand behind, both hands behind his back. Down before he assumes he's taking the signal from Potter, and he winds up. Here's the pitch. Dean swings hard and goes down on one knee. He put all the heft he had into that one. One strike on the batter, swinging. Ken Hodges winds up, comes down the alley, fouls this one off, and it goes clear high over the whole stand. And this is a high stand here in Detroit at Maven Field. Fouls it clear up over the stand. He's back down to the gentle strike, two on him. Hodges rubbing off the ball now after drying off his hands on the rosin bag. Left-hander, you know, south ball, swings to the fourth drive, winds up, drives it in, and he swings wide at that one, and he has struck out Dizzy Dean. Two men gone here in the first half of the seventh. Dean retires the dugout, which brings John L. Pepper Martin up to the plate. Pepper Martin, lead-off man, third batch of the Cardinals. Next man up. So far to Rocher and Dean have been up there and both out. And Martin is the third man up for this inning. Two out, nobody on. Score 8-2, favor the Cardinals. Here's the pitch. And it's wide, forcing him back on his knees. The batter forcing Martin back on his knees at the ball. Very wide. This man Hodges steps out wide. Swing, round arm. Shoots the ball in. And he tried to butt it. But he fouled it off. Hit down there around Mickey Coxon's foot. And it's one and one. Pepper Martin. Pepper Martin goes off, wets his hands, rubs him down on the dirt, takes hold of the bat, off his shoe, almost like Lefty O'Doul does for the moment. Steps back into the batting box, here's the pitch. Sails in, he drives it, hops down to the shortstop. Phil Rogel plays it over to Greenberg, retiring the side. One, two, three, three up, and three down for the Cardinals for seventh. They lead eight to two. Here's Tom Manny to tell you how that happened. Boy, we certainly watched two great plays that time. We told you about five on play. Billy Rogel, the veteran shortstop of the Tigers, just turned in two brilliant plays. And DeRocher, the first man up, hit up, 
Ground ball down short. The ball hit something and took a nasty ball. Vogel leaped into the air, turned halfway around. James Allen whipped that ball over just ahead of the scene to Rocher. For a 12 play. Dizzy Dean, then very nonchalantly, took his exercises three strikes. Dizzy doesn't do that very often. And the pitch is when he's tough. But then he just went up there and swung and struck out. Two balls. Pepper Martin, then hit a back down between the shortstop position and the second base bag. Vogel went over, came up with that ball, a hard smash, and caught the beam. No run, no hit, and no error. Dolly up for that old seventh inning stretch. Have your stretch either way. Take the stretch between the first half, the last half of the seventh, when we are at either part. So if you're rooting for the Cardinals, go ahead and stretch. If you're rooting for the Tigers, go ahead and stretch. The last half of the seventh, busy team pitching out here is fourth. He pops his bat. Ball comes sailing in as the call strike. Right, get over the heart of the plate of the battle. Wasn't ready for it. And the call strike on Keith Fox. Score, 8-2 in favor of the Cardinals in the last half of the seventh. He swings out the next one, drives a high one. Delancey's not going to be fast. Goes back there. The ball in the long jump. Comes down, comes down, plunks into the big net. And there's one gone. Irvin Fox, Keith Fox, the right fielder of the Tigers is out. He retires the dugout. After Lancey takes that pitch. The ball has a head up. Foul back of the plate. A very, very high one. Dean walks out. The pitcher's mound again. Delancey gets his mask on and just each side to a pitch constantly over the years. And here is Elon Chester Hodgson. Left-handed pitcher and he bats left. He's up there to take his place in the batting order. Dean winds up. Here's the pitch. He tried to bunch and he missed the ball and it's strike one. The bat got away from him, rolled halfway up to the pitcher's mound. He tried to bunch that one, lost his hold of the grip on the bat. And it's strike one. Strike one on the batter. Hogs it. One out. Nobody on. Last after seven. Four, eight, two, favor the card. Ball floats over and it's called ball one. He was outside. Way wide. Had a change of pace, but couldn't get it over the plate. One and one on the batter. Nobody on. He swings the next one, drives it down to the shortstop, two or two, bends it over to first, a nice fast play. The ball got there just ahead of Hodgett, and two men are out. Two men are out, and Joyner White ahead of the batting order for the Detroit Tigers, the American League champions of 1934. The first game of this 1934 World Series with the St. Louis Cardinals. Joyner White's at bat, 4-8-2 in favor of St. Louis. Two men out. Here's, winds up. Here's the pitch. And it's fouled. Very low. Over the plate. It's ball one. He drops the plate. Got that big black bat is again. He looks over the pitch. It comes rolling down. And it's a called right. One and one. They're going to it. Down there at home plate. Umpiring at home today. Bill Clem's down on first. Geisel on second. Here's the third. Here's the pitch. He winds up. Shoots it in. And it's ball two. Two and one on the batter. Dean hitches up his trousers on the right side. Can take that lazy stance with his foot on the rubber. Let's see the Lancey for the signal. Now he's heading to Demon. Starts that wind up. The half wind Shoots it in. And the batter swing guard. It sounds away from the catcher. It's strike two. Two and two. Lancey keeps the ball hard back to Dean there, plunks into the net, and again he assumes that stance on the mound. Right foot forward, both arms hanging lazily. White steps out of the box for the moment, steps back to the plate. Count two and two on him, two out. Steps back up there now to face the pitcher, the wind up, and the pitch, and he fouls it high up over the stand. Back of home plate. Ball sailing high over there. Glad to get the new ball from umpire Brick Owen. Shoots it back in to Dean. Brick is out here calling encouragement to his men. Bring a lot of pepper into this infield. 
The opposite is moving a little impatiently here at the pitch. It comes in and the pal strike. He's floated one over there, fooling Joyner White. And it's strike out a pal strike on Mr. White. And the side is retired. The score is 8 to 2 in favor of the Cardinals. All right, Tom Manning, come in. The cycle half of that seventh inning, Pete Fox was first up, and he fouled out to Delancey. That was a very high foul, Delancey went back, played his part, and took it for the first out. Picture of Hulkset, then out to Rocha to Collins. This is a fast play by Leo DeRoche, the Cardinals shortstop, and Jojo White up there with two strikes and 50 teams. Very nonchalantly, Hulkset, a stage of face offering, as big as a pineapple, and White let it go by for a call strike and the third out. At the end of seven innings, we find the National Leaguers, the St. Louis Cardinals, eight, and the American Leaguers, the Crush Tigers, two. Now, as we start the eighth inning again, the Tigers have that old black ball out, tossing it around, looks like a piece of coal. They tell me they've used that ball, or uh, warming up before each inning, practically all season. Hostet to North Southport, pitcher is in there for the Tigers, and manager Mike Cochran, as part of the fact that the score is eight to two, Cochran is still in there, encouraging his men, and still fighting for this first World Series ball game. First half of the eighth inning, coming for it. Here's Jack Rothrock taking place in the batter's box. He winds up, here's the pitch, he comes over into Carl's strike. Strike one on Jack Rothrock, the right fielder of the St. Louis Cardinals here, right starting off the eighth inning, leading eight to two. Here's the pitch. Comes in, and he half when you tipped off the bat, and it's strike two. A foul tip going high over the special back into the sand. He just half when it's that when it's left to get his bat. New ball goes back to the pitcher, Elon Hodgson. Big Indian boy, left-hander, shoots over the plate, and it's a ball. He fouls it. It was high. One and two. Ball one and strike two. Around the infield and turns, winds up, and he drives one a little easy. Went over the second base, head it rolls out there. The right fielder sees it, shoots it in, and a single for Jack Rothrock. He fought one over through the ball, just a looper right out there, oh, where nobody can get to it. Nice single for Jack Rothrock. Frankie Frank comes up next. He just walks out to Bill Rogel and taking the ball from him. That's the ball to come in, carrying the ball back in, looking at it. Comes and looks around at Charlie Geringer. And finally turns his attention to Frankie Frazier, who was taking his place in the batter's box. Throws the ball over to Hank Greenberg. There was no chance of getting the runner there, but he tossed over for the moment. Jack Rothrock takes the lead. He's out the front. The pitcher comes in fast. Retreated. He has no time getting the second. Tosses it down. And Greenberg, instead of going back to touch the plate, catches the runner on the line, coming into first. Jack Rothrock down on second on the sacrifice. One out, Jack Rothrock on second, and here is Joe Medwick. Joe Medwick, a very defendable batter, up to face Elon Hodges with a man on second, the score eight to two. Hodges taking his place back there now, with his left foot on the rubber, he looks around at Jack Rothrock, who takes the lead off second. Makes a far long catch into the air, shoots it down, and it's a high fly out in the center field. And Jojo White goes back, is under it, and has it. The runner starts down at third, he makes a high throw on down to third, but it was a little wide of the bag, and he flies in safely. Jack Rothrock is down on third base, two out. After Joe Medwick flies to Jojo White, out in center field, which brings Rip Collins. Rip Collins, Cardinal first tracker. Next in the batting order, up to bat. Man on third, two out. Score 8-2 in favor of St. Louis in the side of the eighth inning. Hogs takes the ball. 
Goes in the glove a few times and walks over, picks up the gloves and bag, drives his hand, again zooms up the He's had both hands behind his back, brought, looks in the signal, finally winds up, keeps the ball in. It's a bounder down to a second base. Geringer takes it, shoots it down to first, and the side is retired. Tom Manning, you can tell how things happened in the Cardinal half of the eighth inning. Here's Tom Manning. Jack Rothrock was first up, and he singles right center. Frankie Fritz played down a pretty sacrifice and without pitcher Hofstep to Greenberg. Greenberg tagging Fritz on the line. Joey Mudwick then got a hold of one and drove it deep into left center field. Jojo White going back to make the bat. Jack Rothrock went to third. Collins and hit a ground ball down second base for it. Tommy Gellinger came up with it. Tossed to Greenberg, retiring the side. No run, one hit, and no error. And so he wins the last half of the eighth inning. St. Louis Cardinals of the National League are out in front, eight to two. Fuller. Fuller goes to center field for the St. Louis Cardinals. Replacing Ernie Orsatti. Fuller in center field for the Cardinals. Last half of the eighth inning, the manager Mickey Chocolate, who's back to left handed, will lead off for the Cardinals. Come in for it. Here's Mickey Cotton up there. Take his place. Here in the eighth inning, we've seen feeling eight to two. We've seen Victor Sigler wind up. Comes in and for Carl Sykes. Mickey didn't offer at it. Carl Sykes on him. Here in the eighth inning. Back there, he takes a couple of five wings with the pitch. He comes in and for ball, right of the plate, outside to a left-handed batter. He takes Rosie back there around his head one. Puts it back on his shoulder. If he winds up, shoots it in, he doesn't offer at it, and it's a ball. Two balls, again, it was wide to a left-handed batter. It's about waist high. He's seen a dusty shot. That wasn't quite to his liking. Takes that lazy stand. The Lancey's signaling to him. He's standing there swinging his batter as a pitch. He drives it down to the shortstop, and DeRoster shoots it over to Collins, and he's out. Easy ball for the shortstop to handle, and we'll up in the end field. They shoot the ball around. One gone. Here in the eighth inning, the Cardinals leading eight to two. Next man up is Charlie Geringer, sparkling second baseman of the Tigers. Takes a couple of wraps at the plate. Got a big white bat. Places on his shoulder, he bats left. Here's the pitch. If it's called strike again, the first ball that comes over. Just about waist high and dead over the pan. The ball strike on Charlie Geringer, who did not offer at it all. Kept his bat on his shoulder. He looks good. Dean, who Dean winds up, shoots him a size again. That change of pace, the floater coming in. And it's wide of the plate by quite a bit. One ball and one strike. One out, nobody on. Geringer at bat, count one and one on it. Here's the pitch. He drives the ball far, wide and high, way out into left center field. And Ducky Medwick came over and got it. Incidentally, we've got a change in outfield at the start of this inning. Dick Fullett. Dick Fullett replaced our fatty in the Cardinal center field. Two men are gone, bringing Hank Greenberg up to bat again. Hank Greenberg wipes his hands with dirt, takes hold of his bat, swinging it down towards the plate. Takes a couple of toss swings with it now over the plate, and Dean is looking. That signal winds up with that half swing of his, shoots the ball in, and again the first ball into the batter is a called strike. Rick Owens indicating it. Two out. Nobody.
Scotty on. One strike on the batter. Here's the pitch. A call strike. He's got a one in there. He just turned it over. A fast one and a hot one right dead over the plate. And it's a call strike. Strike two on Hank Greenberg. Two men out. Nobody on. Last half of the eighth. The score eight two in favor of the St. Louis Cardinals. Hank Greenberg is back for the Tigers. Here's Gene gets the signal. Winds up. It's a fast one. And he shoots in. That's a high driven ball. We're out. It's over into the stand for a home run for Big Hank. On another one of his specialties. Down there in the batter's box. 
winds up, there's the pitch. Shoots in, and it's strike two. He swung hard at that one, but connected with nothing at all. Goes off and wipes his hands into the dirt. Takes his place back at the box. Taps the plate. Here's the pitch. It's a ball. Three and two on the batter. Three and two on Bill Delancey. What will the next one be? Always a question in the batter's mind when it's three and two. It's got looping down. He drives it hard. It looks like it's going in the beat, but not quite. Two shots and goes back up against the fence and takes it on the run. It's, that ball looks like another one of those homers into those left field bases. So Delancey retires the dugout. There's one gone here in the Cardinals half of the ninth inning. Dick Bullitt, who has just replaced Orsatti in the eighth inning in center field for the Cardinals, is next up. Dick Batson throws right. He's taking his place down there in the batter's box now. Ball comes shooting over. It's wide of the plate. It's a ball. Wide to an outside to a right-handed batter. One ball. Archer has it again. Let's go to the signal. Winds up. Shoots it in. He drives it out over second base. Way out into center field. It's good for a single. Rojo White throws it back in. A single for Dick Bullock. Just come into the ball game. That was his first time at bat. The Ojo Rocher. Short stop. St. Louis Cardinals next up. Score eight to three. Favorite the Cardinals here in the ninth inning. First half of the ninth. Rocher just bat. A man on. One out. Hodges looking well. First turn. Shoots it in. Fast and it's a foul into the Tigers dugout. Taking two policemen and a player guard. The policeman is coming down at the end of the dugout. Rocher's up there. Strike one on him. Man on base. One gone. Score eight to three. He has a reputation for being able to hit, and it means something when there's a man on. His batting average, 258 for the season, but he got most of those when it meant something when there's a man on base. Hodges has the ball after trying it over to Greenberg, trying to see what he could do with Mr. Bullock. He drives it hot down to the shortstop and strikes it to second, but there wasn't time to get it down to first. Man is out at second. Dick Bullock and DeRocher is on first base with two outs. Dizzy Dean comes up. Dizzy Dean and he's getting a nice hand from the fans. As he walks out of the dugout, comes sailing very slowly up to the plate, walks around back to Bickle, and then Mickey Cochran to take his place, wipes his hand in the dirt, picks up the bat again, taps the plate, and lengthens his grip on it, looks back at the pitcher, here's the pitch. A boundary right down towards second, it's fielded by Gerringer, who runs over, steps on the second base, forcing the runner out at second. That was the ninth inning for the Cardinals will lead eight to three, and here's Tom Manning to tell you about it. In the final half of the ninth inning, Delancey was first up. Delancey fired deep to Gosnell. That was a nice running catch by the Goose, playing over Bitford left center, and dashed back into left field to tag that long drive. Dick Fuller, who recently replaced Orsani, single to better field. Here's the Rocha, then forced Fuller to go to Gallinger. And Dizzy Dean, after falling several pitches, then forced to Rocha, down at Gallinger, on a pitch, under the ground ball, hit very close to the second base pass. Before we go to the last half of the ninth inning, St. Louis Cardinals, eight, the Tigers, three, the men four. This time this afternoon, now you might hear this World Series baseball game. Here we have William George Rogel. Back, and he fires off the first pitch here in the ninth inning. Driving it back on a foul into the grandstand, the upper tier. The ball firing off the top of the bat. His team's out there looking over the signals again. He winds up. 
Well, Gallatin's back is a pick. It's a ball. Wide the plate, and it's one and one. Bill Rowe Gallatin's back the ninth inning. First man up. Winds up, and here's the pitch again. Comes shooting in again. It's outside. Missing the corner, and it's ball two. Two and one on the batter. Ninth inning with the Cardinals leading eight to three. Over the Detroit back is it first game in Nathan Field. Here's Jay shooting the pitch in again. He swings and fouls that one back high into the grandstand. Just left the plate. Bill Rogel steps out the batter's box. Steps back again and Justin his cap. Taps the plate. Has a big black bat over his shoulder. Takes a couple of foul swings. There's his winding up. Takes a double wind up this time. Oh, Steps out of the batting box. And he swings up arm again. He starts to move his wind up again. Takes the stretch and shoots the ball in. And with a change of feet, he drives it down the road to the left base. Right into left field over the third base and hit. A ninth single for Bill Rogel here in the ninth inning. These Tigers have had a reputation for plenty of runs. Piling on to a pitcher in the ninth, and the crowd is warming up. It's trying to drive rooters here in Maven Field. Trying to get hot and start a rally here in the ninth inning. For their team, their wild, his favorite, favoring their home gunners. They're trying to start something. The old major
men here on the Tiger team. Coming over the loudspeaker, the man was announced in the dugout. Walker, batting Gary Walker. Southern boy with an accent which is up for the ninth. We were talking to him, he's up there now, he's back right. Center fielder. Here's look at him hard. Turned around, looks at the man at first, over his shoulder, shoots the ball in and it's high. And it's another ball, it's two and two on Jerry Walker. Walker steps out of the box, and seeing that motion, gives up, back and picks up the rosin bag. Contest, the whistle takes his place first, and they both step back in. Here's get the signal, makes the stretch, looks over his shoulder, shoots the ball in, and again it's wide, and it's three and two. Three and two, two out, a man on first. That's on first. Here's the pitch. He swings hard for the third strike, and the end of the ball game. Jerry Walker missing the offering of Jerry's team. The broadcast of this game has been sent to you by the Ford Motor Company. Builders of Ford and Lincoln Cars and Ford Trucks. You're partially invited to be their guest again tomorrow, when the World Series battle is resumed at Maven Field. And in the meantime, watch the Ford go by. Now we'll turn the microphone over to Tom Manning. We'll give you a summary of the game and his highlights. All right, Tom Manning, come in. For the benefit of our many friends who have just tuned in, the final score today, first game of the World Series, the Cardinals 8, the Tigers 3. The Cardinals 8 runs on 13 hits, the Cards make 2 runs. The Tigers 3 runs, 8 hits, and 5 runs. Things went along rather smoothly in the first inning with no score. In the Cardinal half of the second inning, Delancey was out on a fly ball to Cardinal. Ozani then single to left field. Carosa was up. He was out on a fly to White. Dean then drove to Rogel at 40. Ozani was safe at second base. On Gerringer's terror. Pepper Martin. Then with two on and two out. Hit a foul to third. He was safe at first on Hawaii's throw. Rock Rock single to center. Scoring Ozani and Dean. Martin went to third. Rock Rock stopped at first. Back to first to set out. Gerringer to Dean Cardinal half of the second, two runs on two hits. The Tigers made two errors. Only half over to the first half of the third inning. Joey Medwick cut off with a single past third base. Collins rounded out. Medwick went to second. Rogel threw badly and took another error. Carosa returned safe at first on Greenberg's error, and Collins scored all the way from second. They kept beautiful strides just ahead of the throw at home plate. Ozani then tries to right field. Carosa tries to pop. Tribal half of the third has put them three runs ahead of the Tigers. One run on one hit, and two more errors for the Tigers. The Tigers scored their first run in the last half of the third. Carter was first up. He was out. He was a column. Wait, left. Ricky Chapman, single, after the count, has run the three and two, is single to left field. White went to second. Gerringer, single, scoring White. And they just scored three to one at the end of three innings. No more scoring then until the cars came to bat in the first half of the fifth inning. Ludwig then got a hold of one and drove it high into the left field, reaches for a home run. Collins, after getting a count of three and two, he wept. Roger then flies to White. Orzani, single to left field, Collins went to second. Roger, end of the inning, flying out to White. Makes the score 4-1 to one in favor of the Tigers. In the sixth inning, the 
Cardinals really broke out, led by the great Jersey team, who after being last by the crowd for missing a strike by several yards, he then parked a two-base hit against the barrier in left field. Pepper Martin, single to center field, and Dean across the plate, tied to one the Cardinals. Jack Robrock laid down a sacrifice, Marbury to Greenberg. Quick, followed out to Owen. This was a great shot by Bob Owen, who ran some 40 to 50 yards away from the third base, pushing down the left field to make the catch. Joey Medley, with a count two and two, his fourth hit of the afternoon, with a single to right field, scoring Martin, making it the card six, Tigers one. Collins then gave perfect execution of a hit to run play with a ringing single to right field, sending Joey Medley to third. At this point, Hulkset replaced Barbelli. Hulkset is a southpaw. Gilanti doubled against the barrier, sending Medley and Collins across the plate making it 8-1 to the Cardinals. Orzani then bowled about Gerringer to Greenberg. In the sixth inning, the Cardinals scored four runs on five hits and no errors. The Tigers came back in the last half of the sixth inning with Gerringer going out Collins to Dean. Greenberg singles the center field, but Orzani tried a two-string shot. He was given an error because Greenberg went to second. Bruce Garfield singles the left field, and Greenberg scores 8-2 to the Cardinals. Rogel is out first to Collins. Carlson went to second. Owen then struck out. No more scoring then until the Tiger half of the eighth inning. At that time, Ricky Cochran was first up. He was out and to Collins. Garringer tried to Medley. Frank Greenberg came up and smacked a long drive into the newly erected stand in deep left field at Haven Field for a home run, making it 8-3, to three, which was the final score. Tiger half of the evening, one run, one hit, and no errors. For the final score and summary again, the St. Louis Cardinals, representative of the National League, eight runs, 13 hits, and two errors. The Detroit Tigers, representing the American League, three runs, eight hits, and five errors. The starting pitchers this afternoon, Jerome Dizzy Dean, who turned in 30 great victories in the regular campaign for the National League Senate. He was opposed by General Crowder. General Crowder, you know, was one of the outstanding right-hand pitchers of the American League for several years, particularly during the playing season of 1933, when he turned in a great number of victories to assist the Washington Senators in winning the American League Senate. However, he appeared to be plenty tired in the series last year and failed. When he came back again this afternoon, inspired by new surroundings, the crowd out here at Detroit. He went in the box this afternoon, but was treated rather roughly by the representatives of the National League to take over. The outstanding plays this afternoon have been quite agreed by Ford Bond, Andrea McNamee, and yours truly. Of course, the two long matches for home runs. Both in the left field reaches. One by Joey Medrick of the Cardinals, the other by the first base from Hank Greenberg of the Tigers. Bob Owens shot to that long foul. with a flipper. Any time a third tracker goes 40 or 50 yards down the left field with his back to the plate, that is easily the outstanding play of the day. Billy Rochelle turned in two great plays in the seventh inning. He leaped into the air for a bad boundary. Got it down at first. Then a fly ball with Ted Sandwich in between. And for the third out of that seventh inning, Billy Rochelle dashed over close to second base cushion, went down on one knee, and came up with a skipper that was a slow play and got it over to first base for another out. And now, don't forget, weather permitting, the Ford Motor Company brings you another World Series game tomorrow at 1.15 Eastern Standard Time. The report of this first of the 1934 World Series between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Tigers of Detroit. We sent you through the facilities of the National Broadcasting Company. Goodbye.